Welcome to the sermon podcast of Faith Lutheran Church in Oregon, Wisconsin, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ crucified and the promises of God that our faith clings to. For more information, visit us online at faithlutheranoregon.com. A blessed most holy Trinity Sunday to you, and it is a blessed and wonderful day. Although I know some preachers who jokingly refer to today as the hardest uh, sermon of the year to preach day, the doctrine of the Trinity uh, of the uh, the doctrine of the Trinity seems very complex, and it can tend to feel like it's just something for theologians to discuss and argue about. But that could not be more untrue. Uh, this comes out of our anti-doctrine modern times. We don't like creeds. We don't like being told that we don't uh, get to choose what's true for me, but that there is objective truth. And our anti-doctrine modern times really just means that we, we don't want to put in the effort to think or to meditate. For all our talk about being the most enlightened age of humanity, we really are just lazy. Uh, we'd rather turn on the radio than sit in silence and think. Even reading is a lost art. Someone was telling me recently about the changes to modern baseball uh, to make it quicker and more fast-paced because we really are that lazy. We can't even sit through a baseball game anymore, let alone sit and ponder something like the Trinity. We get bored. Instead of peering with wonder and amazement at the deep mysteries of the Trinity. Because it's not the Trinity, not the doctrine of the Trinity that's dull or dim. We're the dim ones. And Scripture is not boring. We're just lazy and we lack discipline. The reality is we need not less mystery in our lives. We need more mystery in our lives. We need to be amazed by something. We need to be amazed by the Trinity. And there has to be mystery and things we don't understand about the Trinity because otherwise uh, he wouldn't be God. If we could understand everything about the Trinity, uh, God would be below me. But our God is above us. But sometimes we can even use the mystery itself as an excuse for theological laziness. But it is a marvelous privilege to get to know the triune God. Faith seeks understanding. Faith asks, seeks, and knocks. The Trinity, after all, is not an idea. The Trinity is a being. He's God. Three individual persons, yet one God. And the truth is, the triune God desires to be known by you, personally. We don't have to do it all at once. We don't have to cram for a test on Friday. We get to do this and know the Trinity better our entire lives. But this is what he does for us in baptism. We are baptized into the name of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus teaches Nicodemus in our Gospel lesson. Jesus says that in baptism, a person is born from above. We are baptized into the mystery. Water connected with every promise 
Each person of the triune God has made to you. And it's not a one-time thing, but a daily renewal and regeneration by the Holy Spirit because we are born into the family of God. So think about your own family. You've got literally your entire life or their entire life to spend to get to know them. If you're a child, it would be peak foolishness to say to your mom or dad, well, you're boring. I don't need you anymore. I'm going to find a new one. You may have days that are mundane and ordinary, but the blessings from your parents or your children or your spouse never stop coming. We sang in our opening hymn, Holy, 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 Though the eye of sinful man thy glory may not see. By nature, we are so distant from God. And so like Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, we should die if we come into his presence. And yet, God goes out of his way to come to us so that we may get to know him. It's why God becomes incarnate in the person of Jesus and why the Athanasian Creed, half of it, which we'll confess in a moment, uh, the latter half deals with the incarnation of Jesus. Jesus becoming human so that he may raise us up to God. Through the person, the human person of Jesus, we have communion with the Trinity. The Most Holy Trinity unites himself to you. Because you, through the work of the Holy Spirit, in holy baptism, are now born from above into God's family. The mystery may remain, but gone is the separation. You are joined to the Most High Trinity. This is wonderful and amazing. Please turn in your hymnary to page 36. Page 36 in the front. And there you'll find the daily prayers from our catechism. Luther's morning prayer and evening prayer. I learned, uh, memorized these when I was uh, a child, and uh, I hope you have or, or, uh, or, or think about committing these to memory. But notice what Luther says before the morning and evening prayer. In the morning prayer, he says, In the morning, when you rise, you shall make the sign of the Holy Cross, and you shall say, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God doesn't need you to do this. You don't need to do this. You don't need to make the sign of the cross for God. But you do this for you. You make this for you. You remind yourself of who you are and whose you are. You've been born into the family of the Trinity. So every day, Luther says, every day you should do this. When you rise, remind yourself of your birth from above and begin and end the day in the name of the Trinity. It's devotional. And much of our hymnody, likewise, is devoted uh, to this devotional use of the Trinity, declaring the wonderful works of each person of the Trinity. Uh, turn now to hymn 39. Turn to hymn 39.
We're going to sing a few verses of this in a moment. Uh, this is a paraphrase uh, of the Athanasian Creed. Whoever would be saved, which are the first lines, the first words of the Athanasian Creed. Uh, it was written uh, by Harry Bartels, an ELS pastor, uh, related to Pastor Bartels up in Madison. Um, and notice that there's a prayer on the opposite side of the page, on, on page 39, or, or the page after. Um, as we sing this later, I'm going to pray the prayer after we sing the hymn. Uh, and this will be our format. We're going to rotate between the hymn, uh, prayer, uh, and singing the Athanasian Creed. And so even the Athanasian Creed, I'd like you to turn to one more page, page 29. Page 29 in the hymnary, in the front, page 29. Uh, this is the Athanasian Creed, quinquoque uh, volt, whoever will be saved. It's different from the other two creeds in that it's not so much an I believe statement uh, as the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, but it's a hymnic description of the faith. Quinquoque volt, whoever will be saved. Uh, and uh, uh, this is how it always used to be done, uh, by singing, uh, not, not saying, not, not droning through, uh, e even though that's how it's usually remembered, this long creed that we just drone through on a Sunday, one Sunday a year. Uh, but this shows that it really is for personal devotion, for you. Not just for theologians, not just for droning through one Sunday a year, uh, but, but for you to use in your private home devotion. Uh, it's, it's beautiful uh, and poetic. So that's what we're going to do this morning, and we're going to split it up with, with hymns, like I mentioned. So as we sing, confess, and pray to the Trinity, I invite you to set aside your inclinations towards uh, theological laziness. Don't tune out. Marvel at what God has told you about himself. Confess back to God who he has told you that he is, not who you think he is or how cool or awesome he is, but why God tells you he is. And ask God to reveal to you and enlighten you by his Holy Spirit, to heighten your wonder and amazement, to strengthen your faith. So if you're the type of person to, to say, or tempted to say, well, I don't want to waste my time with all, all of this doctrine stuff. I just want to believe that God is love and Jesus loves me and Jesus died and forgave my sins. Well, you are so close. But it's all these things that should cause you and do cause you to, to press onward to get to know him more and to make you confident that you will not fail. God would not have condescended to you if he did not want you to know him. Because you are baptized and have been made a child of God. God promises to do these things for you. He is your father. He is your brother. And he is your advocate. He's revealed this promise because he's told you to pray, thy kingdom come. And you begin that prayer by praying, our father, you are born from above into God's own family, and you will see the kingdom of God. And because Jesus, who became incarnate and was risen from the dead, you will have eternity to get to know him, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So now let us confess our faith by singing the Athanasian Creed. And we'll sing this responsively 
I will sing the odd verses all the way through. And please note uh, where the odd uh, and even verses begin and end. Sometimes they end uh, in a place you might not expect. Uh, but please join me on singing the even verses. I will sing the odd. Uh, please join me on the evens. 